ladies and gentlemen, I have an announcement to make. Professor John Gotti was randomly selected for a drug test because he didn't wear sleeves for today's show. Yes, Doc, similar to Miles Garrett, who had to take a drug test after Sunday's game. Are you kidding me? I'm surprised they didn't test a few people. I mean, think about it. Week one, where we had a person with five sacks. I think I told somebody yesterday. Yeah, yeah, Chandler Jones. I think I told somebody the other day. um, I'm actually surprised that they haven't tested Tom Brady for PEDs. They're not going to. I mean, he talked about his TB12 program all the time. They ain't gonna, they ain't gonna do it to a quarterback. Listen, TB12 literally could just be code for PEDs. <laughs> TB12 could be cocaine. Well, let's, let's right. not put that out yeah, there. Yeah, let's, let's not, not put that do out that. There. We're not, we're not, we don't do trash reporting. But yes, that's the reason why I am rocking the NWO because of Miles Garrett being randomly selected to. But it's get not a drug like. Test. It's not like he you've never seen his arms. I mean, if you go on his YouTube, you see him work out. It's just ridiculous, though. Yeah, he works out. Now, I will say this because I was watching um uh was it the Jets? It was the Jets, uh their first flight show on YouTube, which is awesome. If you're a fan of your team, I'm pretty sure they have a YouTube channel dedicated for those. But uh one of their players, I forget who it was, I think it was one of the defensive players for sure, but he said Oh, you know what? It wasn't. It wasn't. It was on um, how did I spend my first million dollars? That's what it was. And it was the guy from the 49ers. And he said, it's hard to keep that off-season body, uh, that off-season definition. So it's like he had to invest $40,000 into his home studio, like his home gym. Um, it's so funny because I, I always go sleepless, uh, you know, I always go sleepless. So it's just so funny, but, um, he talked about how he had, a, he had to make sure that he had equipment at his home because it's hard to continuously get into good workout. So I'm assuming, you know, Miles Garrett, I know works out on a regular, I know they have to go through their practice and, you know, football players, they do mm-hmm. football all day. You got film, you got workouts, you got individual drills and you got more meetings and then somewhere you got to eat because <laughs> you have to get your protein in right that's yep. what john Gotti always told me uh you got to get your protein in um but miles garrett come on that's like testing aaron donald like you've seen aaron Donald. that's like testing james harrison like you see I these know. guys work out you know they work out all the time um but again based on what that player said i believe it was um it was one of the defense, the rush, one of the pass rushes for the 49ers. I know for sure. I just can't think of the name of the guy, yeah. but he was like, "Yeah, I had to invest forty thousand dollars into a home gym to make sure I can keep up with, to make sure I can keep my off season, bring my off season strength into the regular season." And now here we are, a month into the season, and they're looking at Miles, <laughs> Miles Garrett's jacked arms the genetic jackhammer of a cleveland oh oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) but i get it i get it this is debate amongst friends (laughs) Mm -hmm. the first john guy the king of r&g to troll master data analyzing ninja the The 15th wonder of the world i'm no wonder (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the latest tragedy of podcasting. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> oh my god, Jenny, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good look. Come on, you're the cleaner. Yes. <laughs> Best podcasting machine, least hype machine. That guy over there, the reigning, defending, undisputed podcasting champion of the world. The man who needs to get a ponytail like his boy, Brock. Always tranquilo. And always for life. Doc El Idolo. How you doing today, man? Man, I, I, know, I know you wasn't expecting... <laughs> me to do that to no start show, i mean but... again anything can happen when the sleeves are off right sun's out guns out right <laughs> anything can happen but no shout out to shout out to you man uh shout out to the rockets even though i, I know we weren't going to talk about it making a trade to acquire a second round pick i'll just throw it out there real quick i was disappointed i'll tell you really quickly i was disappointed you know you're gonna throw but... stuff out there i mean you were disappointed. Go ahead. You can say it. I mean, I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't surprised with the performance of my Yankees. I just like the way that the media was like, you know, Red Sox, you know, whatever to the Yankees. It was like, it just popped up on my screen like, yikes, you know. Um, but it's true. I mean, the, the Red Sox went ahead and eliminated the Yankees last night. October is da aqui. Um, which means baseball is here. World Series is just around the corner. It seems like it's gonna fly by, man. Uh, but I know it was it, even though it was expected, you always like we talked about, you always want to go in with a winning a mindset, a winning attitude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I get it wholeheartedly. Well, it was, it, was a, it was just a really, really bad season. Like I know I talked about thirteen win streak, mm-hmm. but I did that ironically. <laughs> Right. Because I had a chance to speak with Singer October. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I mean, we, we have things that's gonna happen. I'm like, no, our our relief pitching is abysmal. Um mm-hmm. and Garrett Cole last night only pitched like two and a half innings before he got yanked. Mm. Giving up two two dingers. Like you, you can't do that in a one and done game. Like Yeah. And I don't know if we're gonna keep the services of Boone, our um, skipper, but I think we need to go into a new direction. Skipper, I mean, I, I agree. Um, it uh, Yankees have set a precedent. The Yankees have set a standard, and I think you have to uphold that. Um, and I guess that's why you know this is a perfect opportunity. I guess to segue into what we're talking about today, which is a standard. Um, and it just seems like this particular day, and or this past 24 hours, not even, it let's was, just say it was 24 hours, 10 hours. It was legitimately like, like 12 hours. Just about 12, yeah. You messaged me yesterday and you said, Doc, the standard has dropped. The Cowboys have released Jalen Smith. Because the standard is that a guy would get an extension and play at least, you know, well into that extension. Of course. But Jalen Smith, who I can't even remember his 
freaking name. I was like, who the Which heck is hilarious. that? I was like, is he talking about Will Smith's son? What did he get yeah. cut from? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, what did he get cut from? Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why is he talking about Jaden Smith? <laughs> why the heck is he talking about Jaden Smith? Why, why would we care about Will Smith's son? I but Jalen Smith just gets the axe from the Cowboys, um, which... I'm going to be honest with you. I think prompted the Stefan Gilmore release as well, because I think with, with Jalen Smith, you have to pay him money. Yes. Like when whoever acquires him, I think if you acquire him during the waiver process, like if somebody picks him up during a waiver, you have to pick up that contract. But if he signs after clearing waivers, then at that point, the Cowboys owe him the money. I believe that's how it works. You know, please let me know if I'm wrong in the comments, ladies and gentlemen. But I believe that's how it works. But then we have this guy right here to my right, Stefan Gilmore, getting released this morning, 7-something a.m. And I'm pretty sure this guy to my left, Tom Brady, uh, probably gave him a call like, bro. But of course, everybody's going to be like, hey, come to my team, come to my team. Of course. I think I just. I mean, in fact, I think there's I, been. Uh, what was it? Instagram post about Devontae mm-hmm. David trying to recruit Stephon Gilmore, who who can you know do a lot for that Packers secondary, honestly. If you really agree, no, I think him and Jair Alexander would be well, phenomenal. Jair Alexander just got hurt. Oh, dang it, I didn't even know that. Yeah, wow. he got hurt. Oh, then wow. Um, yeah, he was yeah. trying to stop a uh pass in the flat and got rocked. So this is what I would say. Obviously, the Bucks don't have a lot of money left, um, but you're looking at this Bucks secondary, and I've been saying it for the last year. Yes, we have these. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, also just want to let you know, John Gotti has put the guns away. Guns are officially away. Um, but I will say this: if the Bucks are able to pull Gilmore even though he's not healthy right now. And I think he was supposed to come back next week or this week. I know it's week six. I don't even know what week we're in. I just know that we're week five. Week five. So he's supposed to come back next week. But if we're able to pull him and pair him with Richard Sherman um, and, and see if these young guys can get back, Carlton Davis, obviously. And I don't even know if they put that out. But Carlton Davis, when he came up, it kind of looked kind of how I felt when I ruptured my quad. But – it looked like he was able to kind of move forward. Mm-hmm. And I know for sure I couldn't move forward when I ruptured my quad. I had to, I had to walk sideways. Um, but, yeah, it was like step, step, sideways, exactly. Uh, all the way up. I couldn't lean forward. Or like his, The body is a weird thing. But it's, you heard that it's quad. A, it's quite the phenomenon. The body. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Like, But I'm so surprised at these two cuts. Um, obviously, the Cowboys bringing in Keanu Neal from the Falcons, who we know is a dominant player. You got Van Der Esch, you draft Parsons. Um, and there's another young young guy that they really like. Um, I think I read that this morning, but I can't remember his name. Um, and you look at this guy and you're like, okay, Jalen, I see Jerry Jones on Twitter and all these interviews. I mean, yep. raving. It was a Jabril. Cox's first name. That's his name. But I see I see Jerry Jones, double J, Jerry Jones. 
Sports Online. I mean, just drooling over Micah Parsons, like <laughs> over Michael Parsons. Um, and I, have, if I'm a defender, I'm just if I'm a person on the defense, I'm just like, what the bleep is going on? Right? Like, <laughs> I know he's a rookie, he's a first round pick. You know, I know we drafted him, but it's like, hey, I've been here making tackles. Which is funny because a lot of Cowboys fans didn't even want him. Yeah, I didn't. Like, they wanted and, and, and oh oh how the tide has changed. <laughs> right. Right. But I mean, honestly, as far as Cowboys, I mean, they took a shot on Jalen Smith and I thought it was a good one. All right. They took a shot on him. He was in Notre Dame. He got hurt his senior season. They drafted him in the second round because he fell obviously due to injury. They took a shot and he paid off. So that's why it's like, okay, you give him the extension. But then, like, two years later, you're like, mm, you know what? It's not going to work. Well, Even though that first. They have one of the best linebacking core. You did. Like, you it's did. not the linebacker position. That's the problem. <laughs> Honestly, it would have been advantageous of them. And I think that's the word of my, my year right now. Advantageous, yep. yeah. It would have been advantageous of them to switch to a 3-4. Um, I actually agree with you. Because had they switched to a 3-4, it allows you to, number one, you got Michael Parsons, you got Van Der Esch, you got Jalen Smith. They had um, DeMar- uh, Lawrence. DeMarcus right? Lawrence. DeMarcus Lawrence. Um, so it gives them an opportunity to kind of move those guys around and, and rush them in different ways. I mean, I mean, my goodness. Uh, I mean, those four linebackers on the field at the same time, or three linebackers. Oh, no, because then you got the other guy that you just mentioned. Yeah, so you got you got yeah, you got these guys. You're able to kind of move them around and but Jalen Smith gets released, right? Um, I don't know, you know, obviously there's gonna be names floating around. Uh there's always teams like the Seahawks or the Chiefs or you know, the Ravens who end up getting some of these people. Um I'm obviously, you know, people like my cousin, my brother, they're like, oh my God, Giants, please, Giants, let's go, Giants. You know, but linebacker isn't the Giants problem. <laughs> so um when I look at this, I'm like, okay, where could he fit? And I mean, obviously he's still young. He's only twenty six years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he's somebody's gonna get a really, really I mean, good linebacker. He could go to a rival in the division and it's he not could. the Giants. He can go to that. He can go to, I mean, you know. Ron, Ron would love to have a player that, like that's this. That's who I'm talking about. Yeah, Ron would love to have a player like this. As you see, I didn't even go to the Eagles. I went straight to nope. the football team. Um, but this is a this is a shocker to me. But again, it's the Cowboys. I feel like they just love to do outlandish things, um, especially when it comes to money. Um, but with Gilmore, I thought the writing was always in the wall. There's no way to get off that contract. He's the highest paid what highest paid corner. I'm not mistaken in the league, uh, or at least one of the top five highest paid corners in the league. Yeah. Um, and he's hurt. They they knew they weren't going to extend him. Uh, well, they was trying to extend him, but they couldn't get to. Uh, they couldn't so it's like you're, so you're trying to extend him, then you try to trade him. Which again, I told you is like, which I'm I'm happy none of that leaked out until today when they released him. Yep. It's like once it's out there that we're trying to trade him. That's it. That that price uh, go down significantly. Significantly. So you got Smith. You you got you got Gilmore. 
obviously two teams are going to get some great chess pieces as we move to the middle of the season. Um, I'm wondering if something else crazy happens, like, I don't know, the Steelers release Big Ben, like, you know, something crazy, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because that's the kind of week it seems like it's where, where we're headed. Like, like, that's really crazy to me. But what's also crazy is what you mentioned to me off the stream yesterday, and that's Urban Meyer being on the hot seat already. Yeah. Now, when you when you told me this, you know, obviously I made the joke of putting myself in his shoes, right? I was like, oh, I'm about to get Urban Meyer. But then I hear it isn't even really about football. No. Like, yes, it's about football, but no, it's not about football. It's becoming it, – it, it's, it's about him getting a lap dance at a bar. Because uh, uh. I didn't see the video. I didn't hear the audio. I just saw – I know, feel he, like he, it's more than just that. Like, I feel like people are going to focus on that, but it was more than that. Like, Doc used the term – the coach should never lose the locker room. Right. I think that's what happened. And the lap gate. <laughs> Hold on. Don't, don't you dare go any further. You stop right there. You stop <laughs> right there. Don't you dare go any further. Did you just say lap gate? Lapgate. Hashtag Lapgate. That's it. We're making it go viral. Oh my god. I'm gonna, let me put that down as a hashtag. <laughs> Matter of fact, that's the official thumbnail for this show now. No, no. no. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's happening. No, I put don't do that. Urban, don't do that. Urban mind. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Anywho. Continue what you're saying. The image or viral <laughs> TikTok or whatever it was right. seen all around the world was more of the cherry on top. Because there's been rumble the fact that they was talking about him going back to college to coach after week one. So they did. I kind of yeah. So anyone who think that the lap dance awkwardness that ha occurred is the reason why we're talking no not at all so i will say this uh, and i'm glad you mentioned that because as you so eloquently eloquently purchased these nick saban books for me um and I, I obviously i found another resource as well i found another audio book so i'm getting i'm getting non-stop saving i got <laughs> i got hard covers I got an audio book. I said, I'm going to go deep dive into Nick Saban. So, obviously, we know Nick Saban came to the Getting those Sabanisms. I am. He came to the NFL. And I heard the story. This is from a different perspective from the book so far. Mm -hmm. uh, but the guy told the story of the inside discussion between Nick Saban, at that time, the general manager of the Dolphins, which you can't remember his name, yep. and the athletic director of the University of Alabama. So Nick did not want to go to Alabama. Um, he wanted to stay in Miami and try to finish the Browns. He told the media, "I am not going back to college. I'm right because here." He was like building something with that with that Dolphins team. Right, were, he, he wanted to try really, really good. But 
inside, he was having a, I guess, an internal dialogue about returning to college. And it was his wife who really wanted to go back to college because NFL wives, I guess, don't really have a place in football, whereas in college, you know, it's almost like you're like the first lady kind of thing. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, and raising your kids in Miami compared to probably Alabama, I mean, it's probably apples and oranges. I mean, I, it, you know, it is what it is. But I remember him saying, I don't want to leave because I know I just told him that I wasn't going. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And here we go. You got Urban Meyer saying, hey, I don't want to go back to college. I just got here. And Urban really just got here. But we've seen with the Atlanta Falcons situation, right? I mean, that was really, really bad. Um, and I believe it was midseason when the Falcons coach left. Um, yeah. And that was um, – I don't know why Brian Kelly came to mind. I know dang well it wasn't Brian Kelly. Um Oh, my God, he went to UCLA. Oh, my God, why can't I think of his name? But it'll come to me, I'm pretty sure. Um, But after that season, Mora, Mora Jr., um, that's what it was. It was um, not Jim Mora Jr. It was Mora. I know it was, dang it, Johnny, Chris, somebody, help me. (laughs) Uh, It was Bobby Petrino. (laughs) Petrino, really? Yeah. Oh, that makes it even worse because he, whatever. Bobby Petrino. So, <laughs> Bobby Petrino, I swore it was Jim Moore Jr. for some reason. I don't know why. Did he leave a college team? Did I just throw Jim Moore Jr. under the bus for no he reason? He might have, actually. Oh, God. I swore it was him, but whatever. But yes. Mr. Petrino left the team midseason. I don't think Urban Meyer's going to do that. Jim Jr. was the head coach for the Falcons before Bobby Petrino. And he was Did the head coach lose? for two, from 2004 to 2006. Ah. Uh, gotcha. Anyway, Urban <laughs> Meyer. Yeah, Urban Meyer probably should have waited and went back to college. Um, but I mean, I don't blame the Jaguars for taking this splash. Um, I think if I was Urban Meyer, like I said, my first hire, like, I would have done my best. Matter of fact, I will scratch that. If I was the Jaguars, I would have went and called Joe Brady. I know he only had one year as, a, as an assistant coach under the Panthers and Matt Rule, but yep. – I would have called Joe Brady. I would hire Joe Brady. Um, and we would have just had to roll with that that young head coach uh, because him and obviously, uh, yeah, I would have went with Joe Brady. Yeah, I, I mean, well, I and honestly, like, <laughs> anything could have happened. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. So you're thinking it's more than just, hey, more than just, Gate, it's yeah, he, locker he lost, room, he but I mean, locker room. Like, no, do you think it's the fact that he? Do you think it's the fact? Because I mean, I've seen this with college coaches. Do you think it's the fact that he might have tried to instill that college? Yes. Type of okay. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Gotcha. That's and exactly honestly, what it is. 
you know, because and I've seen this, and this is what we like, talked you, about. You can't go into a locker room <clears throat> in an NFL team and try to be like, you know, follow me, you know, I'm D guy and all. But you got people that's been in the league, you know, five, ten years looking at you like you must have been off your rocker. Like this isn't and, like and, this is not how this locker room operates. And real quick redaction, not Joe Brady. It, it would have been somebody from Clemson. Uh, yes. I'm thinking Joe Brady for the Bengals. Um, if I'm the Bengals, I'm hiring Joe Brady. For the Jaguars, I would have literally just brought somebody in from Clemson, whether it says an assistant coach or a quarterback coach, one of those, I would have brought somebody in from Clemson to help me out. Um, but yes, um, and I think that's the issue also with Joe Judge, because I feel like Joe Judge, is going full on Greg Schiano right now. Yes. Ooh, I don't think that's uh, something we want to get into. But real quickly, though, because we haven't even had a chance to talk about it, and Doc done this purposely. Wow. <laughs> we have not talked about the Monday night football game. <laughs> yeah, I blew it. I mean, I, I jinxed them. I cursed them. I, um, the Raiders, right? Of, of Las Vegas. Really, really bad throws from Derek Carr a, after we gave him. It was a really, really bad second half. We gave, uh, him so, well, we gave him so much credit. Actually, it was a bad first, second, and fourth quarter. But they had a tremendous third quarter, though. You know, after we gave him so much credit, you know, uh, for being such a, a good quarterback and came up and went to bed. But also... It could have been that lightning delay that we talked about jokingly. How do you have a lightning delay with it's an not in, that. indoor stadium, that's, right? That's, that's disrespectful for any professional football player. But also, I think this is a good opportunity for teams to really look at the Raiders and say, hey, if we get a, if we get a lead on the Raiders uh, and they have to abandon their run game. No, then... you can't say that because that's how they became 3-0. They came back. For each if we have, I mean, if we have a lead on them and they abandon that run game and we're getting after Derek Carr because the Chargers were getting after Derek Carr. Yeah. Um, he got hit a few times. I, I will say Justin Herbert got hit a couple times also, but he was able to stand in there and, and throw some strikes. Um, but also, I mean, obviously Austin Eckler ran the heck out of the ball, um, but it just didn't seem like the Raiders got a chance to actually get going running the football wise, but they're three and one now, both teams are three and one. Uh, that's a big win for the chargers, right? Big win. Uh, the maturation of Justin Herbert is phenomenal. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he could do moving forward. Now you, you imagine if, you know, a team like the chargers get a, a Stefan Gilmore or, uh, you know, a Jalen Smith. Oh, it would be Even, a pretty big get. I mean, I think they have a really good defense, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I just want to make sure we talked about this game, though. Like, Doc, I might want to talk gonna, about Doc, Doc's that. Not gonna, Doc's not going to not sit on that L. <laughs> yeah, you know. After, after he did all the other stuff in week two to me. No, week no, three to me. Like, no, I did. Nah, you got to sit did. on that L. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. But Johnny... I know that people out there heard this podcast on their favorite podcast platform, but if they didn't, they can always go to www.hardtimes.com. No, just kidding. www.debateamongstfriends.com to listen to this episode as well as all the previous. Do 
be sure to tune in tomorrow as we go over the Thursday night preview as well as those power rankings. But you know we're going to come back here tomorrow with all the news, the analysis, and the reads.